My name is Ian Power, and I'm here with Steve Seaborn, the little contractor. Today on the Home Discovery Show, we are going to find ways to keep you cool this summer and also help you save money. Glennis Verholst will be joining us with the latest hero offers and some tips on how to stay cool when the weather gets really hot. That's happening in just a couple of minutes from right now. I had an experience this past week, Steve, and I thought uh, being a contractor, I could put you on the spot and uh, maybe even, uh, I don't know, make you feel that what your customers are feeling. I've been trying to find a contractor to do some yard work at my place, and I know that what you're going to say, well, it's high season, so what are you doing looking now to find somebody to do some, mm. some work in your yard? That being said, I've had three different companies say that they would come. I've given my address, my phone number. I've told them, uh, given them my bank account number and my credit cards. Not literally, but uh, come come by and, and we'll give you a quote. Not right. one of the three have shown up. And I've called, without without exaggeration, probably close to nine different contractors who have advertised or I have been given a reference by somebody else. So somebody would say, oh, well, I've used these people. Why don't you give them a call? And I would call and communicate with these people, and they were all very receptive, answered the phone, which surprised me, and yet never came through with the actual physical being on site to give me a quote. So yeah. what you say to that, Mr. Contractor? Well, unfortunately, it is something I experience as well. I, I The only way that I've been able to personally battle that is just as a business owner is try to be honest with our expectations of the client. Can we actually physically get there? I, I would, as a consumer, I would rather hear I'm unavailable or, or we can't get there until this time. Now, when that commitment is made, get there. I, I've also received a complaint from somebody else uh, uh, the same the same story and and all I could advise was patience and and you really have to it, it's an enormous amount of patience you have to have and and you're right and call somebody and try to make yourself available it's almost uh, you know, brag them with some cookies and coffee or I don't know what it I don't I don't have the answer it's just there's so much supply and demand right now with different trades at different times you're you're kind of stuck I get that I understand and I understand I'm looking for yard work and I understand that it's high season for people in that business so I, I was prepared for that I, I know that much I guess what bothers me and this and the reason it's not me because you know I'll get by I'll I'll manage to move past this it's certainly not anything of of urgency at all that being said when you call a contractor and they say, I'm, I, I will be there at, at such and such a time to give you an estimate and let you know what you're facing, at least show up. Or if you're taking the phone number, say, look, uh, I can't make it that day, Thursday at 3 or whatever, you know, whatever it is. Right. So I thought I'm, what I'm going to do is I'm going to check with the, the Better Business Bureau just to see what they say and if they have any ideas themselves. So they've offered these tips uh, for finding a contractor. And, and I think that hopefully we can take this beyond just finding a contractor is getting, how do we get the contractor to make that commitment? Mm -hmm. This is something that we hear. Now you're a contractor, so I'm not, I'm not here to dump on you, but we hear this a lot. I, I get a lot of email every week from, from people that have had beefs. Now we don't get into too much in the way of advocacy on this program and that's okay. But I hear it from a lot of people who are constantly commenting. I was going to say complaining, but they're commenting on the on the very same scenario that I've just experienced myself. And quite often, I kind of push it to the side, thinking, "Well, maybe maybe you're not doing your due diligence." 
But it turns out that even sometimes when you do your due diligence, you, you have trouble finding people. Yes. Who will Not just finding people, but getting them to commit. So what does the, the Better Business Bureau have to offer? They, well, they say, check out the business, number one, which I did. I checked out every single one that I called. I did a little bit of a background check. They all seem to be, at least on the surface, they seem to be, they seem to be legitimate. Uh, go on to the Better Business Bureau site, which is something the Better Business Bureau would naturally encourage you to do. I don't think that's a bad idea. I would never stop at the Better Business Bureau alone. I think it's always a good idea to see uh, if the contractor has any professional associations. Right. And now, again, I'm talking about a little job here. If you're thinking about something a little bit bigger in the way of a, a renovation or some kind of an addition or a, a big deck or some big project, then you might want to take it a little bit further. Next one on the Better Business Bureau's list, get multiple estimates. <laughs> yeah. So that's fine. I think that's a great idea, and that sounds so common sense. It doesn't seem like it's a no-brainer. Get multiple estimates. How about getting somebody to show up to give you an estimate? Yes, yes. Okay. Uh, and I, I, I like this. They say, don't feel pressure to go with the lowest bid. It might reflect... The quality of materials, for example. That's true. Yeah? That's true. I mean, you the, the old story is true. You get what you pay for. Um, that said, there is opportunist, uh, opportunity arises when someone is around in the area. Uh, not saying we have leftover roof materials or leftover concrete and we can pour that sidewalk, but it is, it's a matter of convenience. Uh, if you want to haul me all the way to Squamish, you're going to pay a premium charge. If you're in my neighborhood or if you're in, a, in the same narrow area of where we are doing a job currently, there might be some savings, I'll say. I had a contractor once, I'm digressing, but I had a contractor on this topic, I had a contractor once say to me, I needed to replace a, one of those big sliding glass patio doors. Oh, yes. And he said, I have one, but it opens on the other side. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so basically turning the thing upside down. Oh, it, yeah. It doesn't work that way. No. So. You know, like you say, you know, you get what you pay for. Be careful yes. about the lowest bid. Yes. Ask for references. How many people actually do that? Do you get people, your clientele, do they say, Steve, can you provide me with some references? I have had. And and, and what's really nice is it's happening more and more often. I'm, I'm actually, I used to sort of get offended. It's like, well, why do you want to check me out? Now I actually very much enjoy that when somebody has the responsibility to ask that because now I'm de- I know I'm dealing with someone that is professional as we would want to present ourselves as well. Check out licenses. Be sure to check if the business is properly licensed in your province if applicable. It's also important that any business you hire is properly insured for working at your home. That's a very important one. Uh, if you have someone you're hiring, if it's a window cleaner, uh, anybody's up on a ladder, even if it's a handyman that's uh, sawing up a new flight of stairs in the backyard and they injure themselves and they're not covered for workers' insurance, you can and will be charged for the damages. And, and WorkSafe wants to recover their loss. If X person comes over to my place and falls off my deck and they're not insured with WorkSafe, it's, it's going to come back to me. It'll go to you, absolutely. And hopefully you have homeowner's insurance. If they are insured by WorkSafe, does that get me off the hook as the homeowner? Uh, it does, provided that you have uh, checked to make sure their account is A, valid, B, up to date, and you can get from WorkSafe, you can get what's called a clearance letter. And you just simply make a, an online inquiry or you can call them 
and just say, does this company have active insurance at the time that I'm planning to hire them? Take it a step further. If you are hiring a contractor, ask them to provide that documentation to you. Absolutely. And and copy of any relevant insurance. Why not? Well, that was the next part. Beyond WorkSafe, is there anything else in, in the way of insurance that you would expect your contractor to have? The big one is liability insurance. Imagine you are on the 30th floor of a high rise and something accidentally happens. You are responsible as the homeowner because they may not be covered for 30 floors of water pooling down the stairs. Get everything in writing. Don't don't sign any contracts until you've read it through entirely. If you've made verbal agreements, they should be included in the written contract. Any deposit of payment should be included as well as any warranties or guarantees. Everything must be in writing. Right, right. And it's not for, it's not for litigious efforts. It's simply for, uh, it is for that, but it is more for reflection. To go, hey, did we talk about that? Because as the job goes on, we oh yeah, we forgot about that. This is what we're going to do. Pay by check or credit card. Avoid paying with cash. You can pay with cash. I'll, I'll argue that one, but it has to be documented. Give a receipt, get a receipt. Is it fair to say, though, most contractors who are taking cash uh, are likely not documenting? There there most certainly is that portion you're turn, of you're the economy. You're turning red, by the way. <laughs> I'm, not <laughs> that, I'm not suggesting here anything. Some of my great customers call me cash. No, I, I you know, it, there there is that underground economy, and, and yes, but uh, those that are above board will certainly uh, make that known. Be suspicious of a contractor who approaches you with an offer of a cut rate because he has extra material from a previous job. We touched on that Mm -hmm. a a moment ago. So that's something else that the BBB would warn you about. Be wary of contractors who compel you to borrow money from your lender. Well, you know, there's there's that part there as well, and, and that is financing of the job. It's not up to the contractor to ensure you have resources about you. Some will actually go and offer third-party financing for larger scale projects. Uh, You really shouldn't get into that. That's up to the homeowners. Be wary of contractors approaching you claiming they can see your roof needs work and is very dangerous. Yes, that's, uh, I mean, that unfortunate roofer's um, fault. That is the, that is the easiest mark a target and, uh, but get another opinion. Roofers have a terrible reputation and they're not all bad. Just, it's a, it's a tough business. And I think that's, the the one that you want to watch for is the, the, the one that's coming by your neighborhood and has a pickup truck and says, I'm working in the neighborhood. Get a second opinion. They may be okay. They may be a great contractor. Yes. Get a second opinion. And that, I would suggest, goes for, you wouldn't necessarily have an operation without a second opinion. No. Why would you do that to your house? Okay, so I think we've covered just about everything that uh, that the BBB would offer and uh, most of those things that we, we would agree with. I still haven't really figured out what to do in the situation when you really can't find anybody. And certainly, in my case, I can't find anybody to commit to the work that I need. Right. It is, it is tough. And, and, I'm, and all I can offer you is, is some patience. Okay. Patience and follow-up. And, and, you know, they're... Get in line, I guess, is, is the toughest thing we have to do. Unfortunately, I'm sorry, we have to all stand in a line. You want to take my wallet, but you want me to stand in line to give it to you. Right, yeah. right. I'm, I'm telling you, cookies and coffee work. All right, we'll take a break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about uh, how you can get money back on energy savings. It's the Hero Program next on the Home Discovery Show from News Talk 980 CKNW. Ian Power and Steve Seaborn, the little contractor back. Energy savings in and of themselves may not be a big motivator for homeowners, but the combination of energy savings and finding solutions to home issues to improve thermal comfort, 
In other words, too hot, too cold, or too drafty, or reduce moisture and condensation issues may more effectively motivate you to invest in home energy upgrades and to help us with home energy efficiency. We always call on Glennis Verholst with City Green Solutions. Good morning, Glennis. Good morning, Ian. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Excellent. Thank you. Uh, We want to talk about HERO, the home energy rebate offer. Uh, not a new program, but has it been revised, extended? Uh, has it been in, uh, made bigger? Well, it's been renewed. So uh, until quite recently, we thought it was all over at the end of March, but they have announced that uh, the funds are available again for people who haven't had the chance to benefit from it yet. So if you're primarily electrically heated or gas heated, there are thousands of dollars in rebates for you um, from these utilities to improve the energy savings and comfort in your home. So we're talking uh, rebates. Uh, These are based upon accepted upgrades to eligible homes. So what are the upgrades? How do you become eligible? And how do you get the how do you get that money? All right. Well, in a nutshell, um, you can find out all of the information at either bchydro.com slash home rebates or fortisbc.com slash home rebates. But uh, it's for single-family homes and certain like single-family homes, so row houses and uh, duplexes. Um, And then uh, what you have to do is do the recommended upgrades. And you can do your choice of upgrades. You can do as many or as few as you'd like, um, and you get money back for each of them. Um, And we could go through a few examples if that would be helpful, Ian. I wish you would. But just before you do, uh, Glenn, just to be clear on this, what about multifamily complexes, for example, townhouse complexes? Do they apply to these programs? Yeah, as long as you aren't living in um, like uh, an apartment or condo that has lots of units stacked one on top of the other, mm-hmm. this rebate program is for you as well. Okay, great. I'm, I just wanted to make sure about that. Okay, so let's go through some of the, the uh, uh, standalone upgrades that are included in the program. Yeah, so let's start with insulation, because that's always a very good place to start for energy efficiency. Um, And there's thousands of dollars of rebates here. So up to $1,200 for doing wall insulation, which you can do in a lot of different ways, depending on how your walls are already put together and how much room you have for insulation. Um, You can get $600 uh, maximum for attic insulation and $1,000 for basement and crawl space walls and $450 for all the little other places that you can stick insulation, like (laughs) joist headers and exposed floors if you've got a room above a garage and things like that. Um, Wall switches. That's always a good thing to do. Electrical outlets. Yeah, so that's that's a draft-proofing rebate, so there's more money there, too. So you can you can do all of these things and get all of these rebates. Um, so it's $500 as a maximum uh, rebate for draft-proofing, which is a really good thing to do um, in terms of very cost-effective way to bring down your uh, energy bills and bring up your comfort and protect the integrity of your building, too, from, you know, moisture getting into places that you don't want it to be. And also, you know, bugs and dust and outside noise getting into into your house from the outside. Um, So, uh, and also when you do insulation improvements, doing draft-proofing is an important thing to do first um, just to protect uh, your home. So you can't do, just so we understand, insulation and draft proofing are two different subjects. I, I understand that. Would, is it okay to do one without the other? I would say you can always do draft proofing 
um, uh, because that's a very inexpensive thing to do, you know, putting uh, child-proof plugs into your electrical outlets and, you know, caulking around windows and doors and, you know, closing your uh, chimney uh, damper, things like that. Um, But if you're going to do insulation, it's very important to do draft proofing at the same time. And, I mean, we can think about the science behind this. If you've got um, warm, moist air inside your house from showering, cooking, breathing, um, and it gets up into your attic, if you add insulation, then um, on, say, the floor of your attic, um, and that warm, moist air gets up into your attic through air leaks, through your potholes, or through your attic hatch, then it gets cold in the wintertime, and it condenses. And so that water is going to start accumulating uh, in your attic where you don't want it to be because it's going to cause moisture issues, which are going to um, create the situations for mold and uh, other kinds of damage to uh, your home. So yeah. that's why air sealing is important to do. How about uh, too much insulation? Is that possible? <laughs> um, I would say uh, it depends on your goals. So if you're wanting to you know, build a new house that is really focused on really great building envelopes, like a passive house. Um, You can have enough uh, insulation and air sealing, high-performance building envelope that you don't need to have a heating system. So in that case, you're going to save lots of money by adding lots of insulation and not having to have a heating system. I'm thinking of of a, a home that might be considering an upgrade in terms of their energy efficiency. Uh, the reason where I'm going with this, Glennis, is that if, for example, you have uh, installed too much insulation and not compensated with the uh, with an equal amount of ventilation, you could also have some problems. That's true, and that's why an energy evaluation um, with an energy advisor is really helpful um, because they'll look at your home's insulation levels and your draft proofing situation and your ventilation. Because yes, as you do more draft proofing. Uh, then that moisture that you create in your home has to get out through better channels than uh, air leaks. So um, your energy advisor can, in your report, let you know how well your um, uh, vents in your, sorry, your um, fans are working in your bathroom and in your kitchen, how often to run them, whether you might need to add um, some extra uh, ventilation as well. And there's grants from BC Hydro for um, improving your bathroom fans. We got a so- break, Lennis. Tell you what, we'll take a break, we'll come back, and we'll figure out how to get these incentives. We'll talk about an energy advisor, and we'll go through some tips for keeping your home cool this summer. Glennis Verholz is with us from City Green Solutions on the Home Discovery Show from News Talk 980 CKNW. Ian Power with Steve Seaborn, the little contractor. We're talking about something you can do to your home, get some money back, and really reap the benefits, and that is improving your energy efficiency. And when we talk about energy efficiency, we turn to City Green Solutions and Glennis Verholst, who has stayed on the line with us. Uh, let's talk just before we get into how we access the incentives. Uh, the, the, the other thing that's on that list for the HERO program, which is the home energy rebate offer, is ductless heat pumps. Mm-hmm. And they're fantastic, um, both for heating and cooling. They're a very efficient technology because instead of using electricity uh, to heat up your house like a, you know, like a big toaster, just like your electric baseboards, they actually much more efficiently use electricity to collect heat from outside and then put it into your house in the wintertime. So it can be uh, up to three times as efficient as baseboards. 
Windows and doors are on the list. A heat recovery ventilator, uh, gas furnace, and or boiler also on the list. Yeah, so uh, one of the neat things about this program is that the more you do, the more money you get back, not just in the individual rebates, but if you do three or more qualifying upgrades um, between having your energy evaluations with your energy advisor, you can get an extra $750 in addition to the rebates for each uh, individual upgrade. So um, the more that you can do, the more that you benefit, not just with these rebates, but also with improved comfort and uh, energy bill savings overall. Well, that's important, uh, the energy bill savings, because when you improve the efficiency of your home, uh, the heating costs or your use of electricity for heating uh, and gas, I was going to say oil, but I don't know too many people who are still on oil, uh, will certainly uh, see some reductions there. I think, um, if I'm not mistaken, natural gas prices, did they not come down as of April 1st, or is it May 1st they're coming down? And uh, electricity rates, as we know, have gone up. It's just been crazy uh, the way they've been going up over the past uh, couple of years and uh, no end in sight. So let's talk about accessing these incentives. Uh, This is a process that a lot of people fear, Glennis. Yes, but luckily enough... uh... Oh, did we lose her? I think we've lost her. No, I'm here. Oh, you're here. Okay. Uh, we weren't hearing you, so let's try that again. So we're, we're talking about uh, accessing the incentives through um, an energy audit or evaluation. That's right. So the energy advisor is there to help you with understanding um, building science, understanding the opportunities in your home for energy saving, and making a prioritized upgrade list for you so that you know when you're talking with contractors what you should be asking for, what technologies are appropriate for your house, um, and all of those kinds of questions. And about what we were talking about before with balancing draft proofing and ventilation and uh, all those kinds of improvements. And all you have to do is contact your choice of energy advisor. If you want to work with City Green, we can be found at citygreen.ca or you can give us a call at one 866 381-9995 and we'll help you out um, and uh, accessing these rebates uh, is something that we can help you with. It's recommended that you work with an energy advisor. It's not required for accessing most of these rebates um, but uh, you need to work with us to get the draft proofing and that bonus offer and we can help you out with the other rebate application forms as well. Okay, you've said something that, that's got my attention because There are some programs that require an energy evaluation and there are others that don't. Yes. Did I hear you correctly? You're right. Okay. So, for instance, uh, with the HERO uh, rebates, you need to have the energy evaluation for the draft-proofing rebate of up to $500 and the bonus offer of up to $750. And we help you with accessing the other rebates as well. But if you're just wanting to do an insulation uh, upgrade or if you're installing a new uh, gas um, hot water heater or something like that, you can access these rebates um, just by filling in a form um, on those uh, BC Hydro and Fortis BC websites and then they send you your check. So you've got lots of options, but if you want um, a little bit of help with understanding uh, what's available, then you could definitely give City Green a call, uh, and we can help you out there. So the energy evaluation takes place in your home, assesses where your leaks are taking place, uh, where you could improve upon drafts, and where you could probably find some savings in your energy consumption. 
That, of course, doesn't come for free. You've got to, uh, you have to pay a fee for that. How much is it? How long does it take? And uh, how is that applied to the actual rebates? That's really good question. So uh, our prices are changing because the Energuide rating system has just changed, which is exciting. Maybe we can talk about those details later. Um, but do give us a call because um, depending on where you are, there might be discounts from your local government. So uh, it's different all across the board, um, but it will be um, uh, between. It will be under four hundred dollars for your first energy evaluation, anyway, um, and extra discounts might be available. So just give us a call. We'll let you know what's going on in your particular region. Most of uh, what you do from a science perspective is what they call a blower test, correct? Well, we do a lot of things. So one of them is the depressurization test with the blower door that lets you know exactly where your home is uh, leaking air. And if you added up all of the leaks and cracks in your house into one spot, what that equivalent leakage area would be, like uh, equivalent to how big a window left open uh, throughout the winter time and costing you money and making you feel cold. Um, and then we also do use energy modeling uh, software developed by the federal government uh, to determine where your home is uh, using its energy. Is it a heating system upgrade that would be better or like windows or your uh, hot water system? And then we help you put together a plan um, to use your budget to the best effect um, to save on your energy bills and improve home comfort. So you you would apply um, an EnerGuide number, for example. It might be your home might be rated at seventy two, for example. Uh, what is a good number to have? What's the ideal number, and what what could most people reasonably expect on upgrades? Yes, well, this is the exciting part of the new EnerGuide rating system that just launched uh, this September, or sorry, this April. So it used to be a scale from zero to one hundred, a unitless scale, and now it's shifting to being telling you what your um, modeled energy consumption is going to be in gigajoules, and it's going to tell you your uh, greenhouse gas emissions overall. So all stuff that nobody understands. <laughs> well, you know, um, uh, if you think about it in terms of the number of uh, barbecues um, running at once that it will take to power your house, for instance. So, um, and then you can translate that very simply into dollars as well. If you're looking uh, to change between houses and you're trying to find a house um, and you think, well, this one, it's run on natural gas and it uh, uses this much uh, energy, but this one runs on electricity and it uses this much energy. And you just have to multiply that by whatever the dollar per uh, utility cost at the time. And then you'll know um, with a lot more certainty um, how much your energy bills are going to be. So it's a, it's a very useful update. And then also, we don't necessarily have that clear sense of our greenhouse gas emissions from our homes. But I know that lots of people are wanting to, you know, do their part to shrink their greenhouse gas sure. emissions. And this will help um, understand what your options are that will shrink those greenhouse gas emissions the most as well. So there's a lot more information at your fingertips with the new EnerGuide rating. Uh, before we go to our next break, and we'll get we'll get to the uh, summer cooling tips because I really like these. These are great suggestions. Uh, I wanted to ask you about infrared because a lot of people are talking about this technology. As uh, some see it as a real panacea in the home energy sector, is it something that City Green uh, uh, subscribes to? Oh yeah, we have energy advisors who will do uh, thermography with an infrared camera. 
Um, and it's a great thing both for renovations for non-destructive testing, mm-hmm. uh, to know what's going on behind your walls, to see problems with moisture before you can really see the effects with the naked eye, um, and to identify air leakage uh, passage. So we can help you out with that. Um, so do give us a call. And it's also something that really helps with um, new construction projects as well. So if you're uh, lucky enough to be commissioning a new house and you want to make sure that the builders are uh, doing it right, um, we can come and do a mid-construction blower door test with thermal imaging as well. We're talking about energy, how to save it, how to save money. Next, we're going to talk about keeping cool what is uh, expected to be another long, hot, dry summer. Glennis Verholst is with us. She's the communications coordinator for City Green Solutions on the Home Discovery Show from News Talk 980 CKNW. Ian Power back with Steve Seaborn, the little contractor, and we're talking to Glennis Verholst this morning. She's with City Green Solutions. We've been discussing the extension of the home energy rebate offer from BC Hydro and Fortis BC, otherwise known as Hero Home Energy Rebate Offer. Glennis, I wanted to move into uh, what is expected to be a long, hot summer. At least we hope so, perhaps with a little less drought than we experienced last year. But you've got some great ideas on how to keep cool without using a whole lot of energy. Yes, definitely. So as we were talking about, some of these rebates from uh, the HERO program can be very helpful. So imagine your house as a thermos. Um, it can help th- keep things warm in the winter, but also keep the heat out in the summertime when you do insulation, draft proofing, and uh, window and door improvements, and then get rebates back for that. Um, and then also, as we had talked about, there are rebates for heat pumps available, um, and those are efficient ways to heat and cool your home, so that's useful as well. Um, so definitely get started on those kind of upgrades now before the summer heat hits. is a uh, It's a good time. Um, the other thing that you can think about is um, what's happening outside your home. So stopping the sunlight from getting in through planting trees, for instance. So on the south and uh, west facing sides of your home, if you have the option of putting a deciduous tree there so that you get shade in the summertime, but the uh, sunlight can still come in and help warm and cheer your house in the wintertime, that's a good long-term kind of energy efficiency strategy. It'll pay off in Um, 25 or 30 years. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. It's true. But, you know, sometimes we have to make those kind of longer-term decisions. Absolutely. We'll we'll get to stick around and enjoy those benefits, or somebody else will. Yeah. Um, And um, also... um, awnings on your windows because when we close the blinds that does slow the heat from coming into our house but it's actually more effective to make sure that the light doesn't get in so overhangs um, and uh, those kind of options shutters on the outside of your windows can really help with uh, keeping the uh, heat out and uh, keeping you cool and then also there's things that we can do behaviorally in our home Um, uh, keeping the lights off or switching out from really hot incandescents or halogens to the much more efficient LED lighting. Um, That can make a difference. And also paying attention to phantom load. You know, when we have appliances like our stereos, TVs, uh, computers, etc. that are running, they actually do create some heat. And if you make sure that that they're really, really off (laughs) through plugging them into a power bar that you can shut off or other kinds of options like that, that can help cut down on uh, unnecessary heat generation in your house as well. So 
those are options to that will save you energy. Any thoughts also, on uh, any thoughts on window film? Is that something that you've dealt with or have any uh, consideration for? Oh, that's a very good question. Um, that can be helpful as well. Um, uh, usually, we recommend that if you know people don't have the budget in the winter time for new windows uh, to use the um, plastic uh, that you fill in inside to create an extra barrier um, for um, creating some insulation. Um, but I don't know. I'd have to look more into it. Well, you that. look into that, Glennis, and we'll have you back very soon because we're going to have to let you go on that. But I would encourage anyone listening that is interested in the HERO program or learning more about how to be more energy efficient to contact City Green Solutions and uh, Glennis Verholst, as always, we appreciate your time and your good advice and hope that you'll come back again. Uh, a lot of people might be thinking, why are they talking about this stuff now? Well, now's the time to get on it to, to make your home more energy efficient. And by doing so, not only will you save money, but you'll be more comfortable. So I hope you have a great weekend and we'll talk real soon. Thanks, Ian. You too. And we'll take a break and come right back on the Home Discovery Show from News Talk 980 CKNW. Ian Power with Steve Seaborn, the little contractor, talking about energy rebates, the home energy rebate offer. It's the HERO program through BC Hydro and Fortis BC, although you should also check with your municipal government. Many do offer incentives and various programs to help you save money. Again, that is something that City Green Solutions can help you with. They have a good handle on all of the programs that are available and specifically to where you live. A couple of things that we didn't have time to get to with Glennis uh, that I wanted to touch upon quickly, Steve. Um, things like skylights, fans, dropping the, the temperature on the hot water tank. Sure, absolutely. Skylights are, are a real big source of heat. You can put blinds up there or that's the place for your reflective film. Uh, you can also, your hot water tank, lower the temperature a little bit in the summertime because you're not taking as hot showers perhaps. So you can drop that temperature a little bit. By how much and uh, how do you do that? Uh, there's there's a dial on there. You can drop it down. Follow your manufacturer's instructions. There's usually an A, B, or a C or just a temperature. Just turn it down. It may only be 5 degrees. Degrees, we can save a lot of energy with uh, with a five degree drop, and uh, ceiling fans, the rotating fans that are in the bedrooms or, or living rooms, uh, have them rotate so that the air is pushing down on you. We always say confused clockwise, counterclockwise. You're laying on your back, looking up, which you're just turn the switch so that the air is pushing down in the summertime. In the summertime, and up in the wintertime. Up in the wintertime, and that can go a long way. A lot of people don't realize that that many cases that their fan may be reversible. That's right. If it's not reversible, which way is it turning usually? Usually it's, usually it's turning down, so it's, the air is forcing down. Okay. Anything else that you can think of? that that? And I think this is a good time to talk about it. We're in spring now, but summer will come, and we'll be looking for answers. Also, I think it's important for people to take advantage of these programs while they are available. Absolutely. Absolutely. Include this um, as part of a renovation project that you're doing. Take this opportunity to... To when you're doing something on the outside walls, take a look at your insulation. Take any of this opportunity you can. Okay. Amila Bamji is our technical producer. Be sure to visit the Home Discovery Show page on Facebook. For Steve Seaborn, my name is Ian Power. Stay with us. Uh, Vancouver Consumer is coming up next on CKNW. It's a show going to the dogs. That's next on News Talk 980 CKNW.